Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello, everyone. You're welcome back. It's episode 24 of Unveiled. Oh my God, you're way happier than I thought you would be. I'm very till I make it here, honey. You've been down in the dredges all weekend, haven't you? God love you. I have, I have. I feel like most people who have been crazy or be mad like me would be a little bit devo. For anyone who doesn't know, Ireland are out of the World Cup. Got knocked out by New Zealand. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm very sad, very sad for Johnny, very sad for the team. And we will dust off and go again. Yeah. And that's all I'll say. (laughs) We were texting yesterday and you were like, just offloading about sports. And I was like, I just don't know what to say. So then... (laughs) <laughs> you said something else and I was like I'll just talk about this and then you were like wait you're just leaving me at all blue ticks like any support for your ends and I was like you came rocking at the wrong door babe sorry I know I was like just lend a soft hand like anything for your mate no I was like no Neve, sorry <laughs> I'm not equipped for this oh I know me and Jamie there was just like a sense of sombre like even walking through the park the next day and like this week I feel like everyone has I think everyone really got involved you know, and so many people travelled over. It's a bit sad, but obviously just sad for the team. But anyway, yeah, I could harp on about this, so you might as well yeah, cut me cut off it, now yeah. while you yeah. can. Yeah, um, because you know how much I feel. You know how much I, I know. how much I care. I <laughs> so we move on swiftly. Well, Love actually, you, swiftly, I need to set like something straight okay. about my Domio man reference last week. I really need to stress the fact that I meant the younger Domio man <laughs> because a lot of people thought I meant the granddad. You know, the old balls guy. Yeah, no, I knew he didn't think, I knew that wasn't him. When I Googled him, all, this old man kept coming up and yeah. I was like, no, where's the fuck? <laughs> and his name's actually Carlos. And you know what? I have something to tell you as well. I never watched Interstellar. What? The movie I was talking Gravity. Was Gravity. Oh my God. I think we were both talking about Gravity. <laughs> yeah, we both. Well, well I, except I meant Interstellar, but was, I don't know what I thought. I was talking about the movie Gravity. And I don't know That's how I really got it wild because me and you were having conversations about it afterwards, after I'd watched it. Yeah. And I was just like, did you not love it? And then Interstellar was actually on the TV the other day. And I was like, oh, God, that's... <laughs> I haven't that's seen this at all. <laughs> I haven't seen this at all. <laughs> so, yeah, apologies, everyone. So I have to go watch Interstellar now. Oh, my God. I had to go to bed after it. You were wrecked. Well... That is all, but I was like ugly crying and I wasn't Oh no, I can't do expecting, any good feels. I wasn't expecting it to be emotional. Oh. Well, I couldn't tell you. I thought I watched it and I didn't. But I said that to you and you were like, yeah, I know. But <laughs> so gravity right. obviously made you cry as well. Well, gravity was emotional. And then when I was, <laughs> I was saying, I don't want to like, I actually can't say it because I'd be ruining the movie if someone watched it. But yeah. spoiler alert, actually, and I'll say. So, spoiler alert for Gravity. Sandra Bullock has a moment where she realises that it's all, like, she's hallucinating. And you were like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that happens <laughs> kind of... Well, no, it's not hallucinating. It's actually real. Real. I don't know. It's fucking very scientific. Like, a lot of it was lost on me. Yeah. I didn't have the intellectual capacity for it. Yeah. It's okay, though. No. That's okay. Yeah. Well, look, I'm going to go watch Interstellar at some point. Probably not for a couple of weeks if you're saying it's emotional because I need all the feel-good vibes in my life. And if you haven't, you should go watch Gravity now so you know the movie that I'm talking about. Yeah, no. The guy, Luke, who edits our videos, (laughs) 
messaged me last week and he was like, I'm pissing myself at the two of you. He was trying to talk about Instagram. He was like, it's not gravity, it's too dope. <laughs> <laughs> me and you were like talking like peace and two movies together. I know. And from that, when you sent that to me, I didn't even know he was talking about that. So funny. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Moving on. <laughs> Did you finish the Beckham doc? Did I what? Now, Nessa, I have to say, I couldn't have had more sports. You said it was too sporty for you. Like, I loved all the sport moments. I, it was so nice. It was yeah. like reeling in the years. Yeah. No. Beckham style. Yeah. Like, for me, I think I was saying it's too mm. much sport, not enough spice. Yeah. So you were chasing the Victoria dream. Yeah, I was saying that. But, like, my boyfriend, David, was, like, crying watching it and all. Yeah, I was I was bawling. And then bawling he was he shushed me at one point and I looked at the screen and I was like, David, there's a Spanish man speaking Spanish. <laughs> And there's subtitles running oh, across the screen. Yeah. Why are you shushing me? <laughs> I know why. It was that World Cup moment where he got sent off and your man from, I think it was, he plays for Argentina. Simone, I forget his name. I don't know. But he was telling his side of the story, which was really, really good because I think that was the first time he came and spoke out about that because Beckham was like, as you yeah, watch saw, yeah. the English fans, oh They're my horrendous. God. But he like, Again, sport, well, it's not really a spoiler alert. Like, it's been around, like, so long now. But, like, mm. he defo, I think, did have that affair. Oh, he did, yeah. 100%. Like, I, I always was, like, unconfirmed. But how they handled it in the thing, I was like, oh, yeah, no, he did Oh, it. yeah, he definitely did. They just like, brushed over it. Yeah, but they did a focus on David Beckham. He was like, I don't know how my family got through it. And he said how, like, lonely he was when he was playing. Yeah, he Real was teeing it all up. He was teeing yeah. it all up. And then, then it was just finished. And me and Jamie were looking at each other being like, oh. Because oh, I thought he would be God. like, you know, obviously this wasn't true and blah, blah. And then I was like, it's like the lack of words says so much, doesn't it? Yeah. I just find it so funny. Like, I know, like if you go onto Rebecca Leo's page, I feel like if anyone goes through like a real traumatic period in their life, they're like all of a sudden a yoga teacher. And like, <laughs> yeah. Hikes. Like a red I went onto flag. her page and she's like a full on yoga teacher and like does loads of hikes. And well, I suppose so it's like... <laughs> I always just I know people, she means, they've know, been like, through something in their life and then all of a sudden they're like a yoga teacher and they go on loads of hikes now obviously yoga is great for your mental health and hikes are really good for your mental health but it's just funny I kind of like it actually made me giggle a little bit when I went on being like oh god yeah a lot like, of like former set heads then end up being yoga yeah. teachers well. <laughs> pioneer yoga teachers fair play I mean I love yoga teachers so no hate on them or hate on hikers but it's just funny um, yeah, I know our producer actually gave us a great fact there and she was saying that sales of white boyfriend shirts soared after Victoria Beckham wore one on her dock. And I'm a victim of that. I didn't buy one, but I was like, oh, I really like her vibe there. So then I wore a white shirt and jeans. Mm. Cargo pants and flip-flops giving my mean girls but like, vibes. On that, like, it's mad how like celebrities like that can have such an impression on people. Like, you know, when Victoria Beckham she wore that like black pencil dress and she cut her hair up blonde and short and it was like that like that side fringe. But I remember like one of my friends ended up cutting her hair up like that blonde and she was like... It's like the original with... Karen haircut, isn't it? The original, <laughs> can I speak to your manager? The Vicky. Uh, no, the Vicky. <laughs> no, I, only, I loved that kind of blonde bob. I feel like it was pretty iconic and then it was like Frankie from the Saturdays that had that like short bob too. And it's mad how like celebrities or, you know artists and pop stars can really just have an impression on yeah. how you want to dress and how you, you want your hair to be. Yeah, it's kind mad how someone can like revolutionise a white shirt, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, just a white shirt. Just a white shirt. You know what, Ness? I love David Beckham so much. Like, when I was growing up, I had a Ronan O'Gara poster <laughs> and David Beckham poster on my wall. 
Like I was obsessed with them. Rogue Two totally Rogue. different. I, know. I actually remember getting the Ron O'Gara book when I was about 10 in my yeah. stocking and I was like, loved life. And then I got like a David Beckham <laughs> puzzle or whatever I got of David Beckham. But um, it's mad how like when you look at people like that and they're under so much scrutiny and like how they get past hardship like that. Like that must have been so tough for him. And like how he was just had to be... He kind of rotted me in it, to be honest with you, what? a little bit after all. I do like think he's a nice guy now, but like, sorry, no. The aftermath of that, okay, how unhappy him and the family were. And then they eventually got everything back on track and moved to LA and settled. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, actually, I'm going back to Italy. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sorry, no. You had an affair. You're not going to Italy. Yeah. Our family was rocked. Yeah. Like, and he was like, oh, I was just thinking about myself. I was like, well, no, you have a family and, and kids. Yeah. See, I wouldn't be equipped now to be yeah, partner so I didn't to think just, that. like, I just thought that was ludicrous. Their family took such a battering. Yeah. And he prioritised his career and had had an amazing career and was on the wind down and they finally got settled. And then he just went off and lived on his own again. Like, I don't know how. She put it up she, with it. Yeah. Yeah, She's I know. She's a better woman than me. I'd be like, oh, no. Absolutely not. And you know, it was funny after the David Beckham doc, you know, when you like, I remember growing up like watching David Beckham on the TV and like watching the Spice Girls and it was funny. It was actually really nostalgic. So I remember yeah. like me and my brother would get really excited. Now we were actually Liverpool fans, not Man United fans, but we loved David Beckham. Yeah. And I loved Michael Owen. He at the time was like for Liverpool. And I just remember those images, like I think it was like the game where the goal was called like the Beckham special. And I remember it brought me back to like me and my brother like watching the TV and how excited we get because we were really close in age. It's so nostalgic. It's like, so nostalgic. Even, I felt like that was haircuts more than like, Yeah. Oh my God. But, yeah. like, but uh, like all jokes aside, like those haircuts were so iconic. Yeah. And like were timestamps. And like, do you remember like when he signed with Brill Cream and all yeah. that stuff? Like, it's just real like throwback. Yeah, it's real throwback. And you bring back, you, you're kind of brought back mm. to that time when yeah. you're like a kid. But do you ever have those moments? And I actually only had it the other day. I was like walking outside and it was like a real like dark, gloomy day. And it was like that hazy rain. Like you'd mm. walk out and you were getting soaked, but like it wasn't oh, lashing. It's the worst kind it's of the rain. worst kind of rain. But remember I told you, now I know we spoke about this before, like the sads thing and how, you know, I don't really love the winter, but... It was more than that for me. And I feel like this probably happens to some people. I automatically got like transported back to like two years ago when I was like in the pits of not feeling good. Yeah. And it's so mad how like a smell or like a song or like a picture on your phone of a memory can like throw you back into something. And it literally like hijacks your body for the guts of like 20 minutes to a half an hour. And you're like, oh God. But now on the flip side of that, right, the other day, it was like a Friday morning and it was like a real sunny, crispy morning. And I was like, oh, this reminds me of a really yeah, nice, I was getting fresh, perky voice yeah. house off you that Friday. You were? I was getting real perky. Yeah, I was like, oh, this you. reminds me of like a real fresh Sunday and you wake up yeah. and like you hadn't been out drinking and you're going for a lovely walk and you get a nice coffee. You're probably going to cook a really nice dinner. Mm. But it's so funny how like those moments can like really transport you back and then on that then again it was like last night I was saying to Jamie it's like I feel like everything happens in October for me now it's like the Rugby World Cup I'll always remember that quarterfinal this time of year Ireland were knocked out three years ago I was in a really bad headspace and then seven years ago I was going through like the worst breakup of my life it's always been in like October oh shit I know I'm gonna have to like watch myself going into every October being like this is not a good month for me no don't make any important decisions (laughs) in October yeah so true Oh my god! We should have paused the podcast for October just in case. Oh my god! But is this ever has that ever happened to you? Yeah, like smells or songs. Yeah, 
Yeah. Smells smells, huge. Smells for me is like, whoa. Yeah. Like, zoom in. But but like, it wouldn't last 20 minutes. When I was doing like a bit of Reiki healing, I found myself not being able to like concentrate and be in the moment. And the Reiki healer was just like, you should get a smell that you love. And I don't know whether you remember, I have to get the name of it. And if I do, we'll put it into the pod at the end. Maybe I'll look it up. But there's like this... uh, perfume it's not even perfume it's like a body odor smell that you can get in Spain body odor oh like that's probably a weird thing to say but I think it is for like body odor I'm a pass not, on that but it's not but it's not a deodorant it was like always in like the shower gels or the shampoo and conditioner and it was like this gorgeous like fresh B. smell <laughs> no gorgeous fresh smell I know my mum used to always get it from my auntie or my neighbour and we used to always have it and everyone used to say that my school uniform smelled really nice so I remember saying to my mum, I was like, I can't concentrate in like my Reiki sessions or my meditations. But she said, get something that that yeah. is a, that, a smell that you really enjoy. Yeah. And I asked her and God love my mum, my mum ended up finding some bottle of it or oh. getting it somewhere off someone. I don't have it anymore, but I remember being in some of my meditations and I just like, I'd pick it up and I'd put it on like a cotton thing and I'd smell it and it'd make me relax. And it's so funny how some smells can just really like relax you. And I suppose it's all about like, your four senses, like see, hear, smell, taste. Like if you can get all them right, you can really like get focused in the moment if you're meditating. Yeah. If you want to. Would you still be meditating? Yeah, girl. Would you? Yeah. Tell the truth. I've got, jeez, I was I only meditated today about being productive. Really? Yeah. Med- I find meditating like a non-negotiable. Really? Yeah. How long? Or like how many minutes? Oh, I wouldn't do, I'd say about like 10, no longer... Like in the evening time, I love doing a body scan meditation. So it'd be about 20 minutes and like really relaxes you. But like, I really have to try. So you put YouTube on or something? or No, Spotify. Okay, yeah. Or Insight Timer. It's another like meditation app. But Spotify, there's so many good meditations. Do you not meditate now? No. Have you ever tried? Yeah. And you just can't? I've no patience. You know this. I know. See, the thing is, I had to teach myself to meditate. Like, it just didn't happen naturally for me. And, like, still to this day, there's weeks where, mm. like, t- this morning's meditation, I struggle to stay focused. Yeah. And I have, to, I, ke- I kept going back. I give myself, like, a three warning. Because sometimes if I go back the third time, I'm like, right, you're either not doing this meditation at all or you're sticking yeah. with it. Yeah. But um, it can be hard, especially if you've no patience. Well, I think I'm always like very inconsistent with it. Yeah. Where, and like you're kind of, I'm only coming to meditation if say I've, I'm like really, I don't know if struggling is the right word, but you know if you're in like yeah. a bit of a funk. Crisis yeah. meditation kind of thing. You're like, yeah, yeah I'm like, come on, please, yeah, this, like, this, this yeah. work. <laughs> I haven't done it in like two years, but like, <laughs> so I that would be my kind of like break in case of emergency. <laughs> but it, if you find it hard to meditate, like my one advice is, and I, there's some days where I can't meditate, but I sit there and I try and I'm like, oh my God, but my mind does be bouncing off every My mind corner is of the constantly, room. constantly pinging. Pinging, I know. There's never not a, like, thought going. Yeah. You know, they're, like, just quiet in your mind. I'm like, are you joking? (laughs) I'll try turn it down, but, like, I can't. I know. But my advice is just to keep at it. But, you know, I find if I'm meditating in the morning, I can't do it before my morning coffee. You can't? No, because I feel like when I have my coffee, I'm alert, ready to go focused, and I'm, like, ready to ping around the house. Yeah. Where I have it before. Now, some people might think differently. So meditation for me is like switching off, cooling down, getting in the moment. Yeah. And having my coffee in the morning 
is for the performance. Yeah. Like for a gym performance, a workout performance. Or do you have a coffee before the gym? Yeah, or sometimes thick. you wouldn't. I'd no, have a like, no. little double espresso. Oh, no. No, what would you mean? You not have anything? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I would just... I would just go like David will get up and he has to have he's like I have to eat before I go to the gym whereas like yeah. it would sit on me like yeah. I, I just would feel and like a coffee absolutely no way co- how often before the gym would you do? like like 15 minutes before the gym like 15. I'll have it on my way there or yeah have it in a takeaway cup but it's like a double yeah. espresso like it's, it's just, just a shot it's like, just like would you sip shots. that or school it? sip or school it depends I but, never know really how to approach an espresso I kind of I kind of shot them yeah, like shot it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I do it. But like when I used to like have Monday club, like I'd always eat before because I'd be teaching like two or three classes back to back in the morning and I needed yeah, fuel yeah. to teach. Like obviously if one class you'd be grand, but the other two I needed. But I wouldn't, I don't eat now before my workout. But I, it's a habit. I've just always taken coffee before my workout. So, or a pre-workout. I was going to say, would you take that? But sure, isn't a pre-workout basically caffeine? Is that not what it is? It is, but like, it's it, it's like, so what you'd have in like a normal coffee, I think it's like it, at least double, probably. But that's what I, like the nuts and bolts of it is, it's caffeine. Yeah. To give you like... A lift. I suppose like the pre-workouts that you take... I took a pre-workout before and I swear to God I fell off my head. Yeah, like, like you get, I, I can't think of it. It's literally like, like... There's a name that... In the gym, like... And you get the pins and needles and stuff. I was like, I feel like I'm coming up on something. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is happening. Like, I know, know. that's how exactly how it feels. I'd only ever take a pre-workout now if I'm teaching. Like if I'm coaching like two or three classes back to back. And I wouldn't take it first thing in the morning. I'd feel like I'd be, oh, I'd feel all jittery. Yeah, so let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. How many coffees a day? Like what's your number? So now max two I try to keep it to one because I actually find it like my anxiety doesn't yeah. do me the best sometimes. Yeah. That's so common. So many people yeah. I know actually are like, oh no, it just gives me palpitations. Yeah, palpitations. Yeah. You know what? I probably would be much better now, but I just remember that two-year period. I remember it was like my therapist was like, well, just maybe just mind yourself. Like, don't be drinking. You know, I'd have like one double espresso in the morning, and then maybe two old flat whites or one old flat white, and then maybe americano. Just like maybe you should cut out on like yeah. the coffee because, or even have a decaf because it's like a yeah. placebo. Sometimes you're like, yeah, they say you want a coffee in the afternoon, but like you don't know if you need the caffeine. And tell me this: Would you have coffee every single day of the week until I croak this planet? Okay. I will have an americano. From a barista, not from my home. I wouldn't be caught dead with one. Yeah, I'm here. So you use coffee then for like focus? Not focus. Like I, or is it just because you love it? It's just it's like ritualistic for me now. It's yeah. like a part of starting my day. Mm-hmm. It's nearly like self care to me or something. Like. Is it? it honest? It's like a little. I cherish my coffee in the morning on the way to work. I love it. I love it so much. And then when I get it, I'm like delighted with myself. What's your coffee order? Americano, cold coconut milk. That's it. Okay, nice. You know what? I actually don't really enjoy the taste of coffee. Like, I like an oat milk flat white, but I take it or leave it. Like, I just have coffee for... Function. For Like, for a bit of a hit for a workout that I'm doing. Which is kind of funny because I'd say I don't actually need coffee. It's just for so many years in the gym, it was just like, 
I'd always have a coffee before I'd work out. That's like, kind of like ritualistic for you. Yeah. yeah. But I don't necessarily enjoy it. I'm kind of like, oh, I'll get this down me. I rem- I didn't start having coffee until I was in my 20s. And I remember the first time I had it, I had to go home sick from work. What? Because <laughs> it's such a caffeine crash that I had such a bad <laughs> headache. And I was like, oh, I feel sick. I have to go home. I worked in Tommy Hilfiger at the time. And I felt like, um, I felt like my body was shutting down. Oh, God. Yeah. And then... David then kind of got me into them, but I started on mochas, which is basically like an adult hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah, they're delicious. Though. They're I delicious. love a mocha. There's so much sugar in them. Yeah, but they are. We don't think about it when. No, you get I do. Yeah. It's always a nice treat to get them. But now I wouldn't if I because Americano is just so plain, like it's not like mm. flat white or anything. It'd be way too sugary for me. But I started on them, and then I graduated to Americanos. I have no idea how. Yeah. Or why. You know, it's so funny when I was like younger. I was in like this gym. I think I would have been about 23, 24. Can't really remember what age I was exactly. But I was given these fat burning tablets. Oh yeah. That like are really, really high in caffeine because caffeine actually can burn fat. Well, like it's a suppress appetite suppressant. Yeah. Well. And it can actually burn fat that's like whatever is is in it. There's like definitely some sort of like enzyme or something in it that can actually like burn fat and break down cells or something. Yeah. So you were in the gym and obviously I got caught up with all the girls who were on like, I don't know, they were on like this weight loss journey. And I was like, sure, I'll take them as well. Well, I was on the bus. I was on the 27. I had taken two of them. You took them before work. So I used to go to the gym before going to work. So I took two, was on the bus. And oh my God, I actually thought I was going to have a heart attack. (laughs) My hands started shaking. I was getting red rashes all over me. I started sweating. I actually texted my manager being like, I'm going to come in, but I took these two tablets. I came in and I was dripping sweat, the redness all up my neck. I was like, what did you take? I was like, I took these fat binding tablets. She was like, what on earth were you taking them for? I was like, they were saying that like you get a performance out of the gym and it helps burn fat. She was like, what bloody fat do you have to burn? I was mm. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like getting involved. And that was my worst ever memory of, I think it was like probably one of my first times ever taking some sort of like caffeine high thing. And I don't know why I'm still not traumatised, but it, it took me a good while to come around to coffee or any sort of pre-workout. I was like, no, I can't go through that again. That's bloody, I don't even think they sell yeah. them anymore. Surely they're illegal. Yeah, I did hear about them and like the, the sweat just be pumping out of you. Yeah. So like what would your, would you have a cut off point then for your, your caffeine? Well, I also want to just say for anyone, never take fat burning tablet pills. Like they're so bloody dangerous. Yeah. That was me being stupid when I was yeah. younger. Getting in, like some of the girls were taking those, like I'll take one too. Mm. They're not good for you very bad very dangerous do not take them you heard it at first and they didn't do anything not for burning endorse fat, them but just on that like they say caffeine can but not these tablets so don't take them okay. but when do I stop taking coffee if I take a coffee past four o'clock oh my god I'm like up the walls because it takes like six and a half hours for it to like yeah settle in your system some people are like maniacs like my mom wouldn't even think twice about having a coffee at like six I was like that your mom has a coffee at six she wouldn't even think twice about it like she, if she'll call over to my house sometimes it could be six or seven and I'm like do you want anything she's like oh yeah I'll have a coffee I'm like now, sometimes it depends on how really tired I am but like that I'm sure that goes for everyone but like if I have a coffee past four o'clock I am awake oh I also take a coffee in the morning sometimes if I want to get the bells moving Makes sense. Makes sense. I wouldn't enjoy a second coffee in the day. I you would, just have your one and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and I love it, but I wouldn't enjoy. I would get it 
seldomly I would get a second coffee and it's for function if I'm like, oh my God, I'm I dead. Need I need a bit of a lift. I need yeah. a lift. Or if I know, if I don't have time or something, I know I'm not going to have dinner for really late, I'll be like, oh, I'll get a coffee because I do feel it fills you up. Yeah, it does, for sure. But it's funny, like we got like a sage machine, you know, the sage machines. Yeah. I don't know, it's worse money. Now, it was actually kind of a present, but we added to it. But the, oh, okay, sorry, the people who got it for us, thanks so much. <laughs> we love you. But, but we asked for it, but it was like, the, waste. It's, just, it's just wasted. Like, we yeah, you made lovely COVID. cocktails on it. Oh, yeah, made lovely special things on it. But now, like, I realise that I'm actually, I just, I need a quick espresso in the morning in the machine oh, for because all I actually have coffee for is for, perfor- like, mm. a bit of a workout. Mm. And if I like to get a coffee it's like an O flat white and it's like because it's a treat for me like yeah. I'll go somewhere nice to get it but also I didn't realise until I think it was like Jamie's mum had told me about it that like two to five cups a day is linked to like the lower likelihood of type 2 diabetes heart disease liver and like Parkinson's and like depression which is kind of mad depression yeah but like surely that I don't know how yeah, that relates that feels to counterintuitive I mean like, surely loads of people struggle with, like, their anxiety being heightened when they have caffeine. Yeah. But being anxious, like, I suppose depression is... Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. Yeah, true, true. I suppose anxiety, it's more like the reaction it gives you because sometimes too much coffee can, like, make you jittery. Yeah. But it's actually the antioxidants in coffee that can help with depression. I feel like, again... No equipment, or I don't even know if that's a word. I have a very Monday brain today, but I just feel like antioxidants are a bit of a pyramid scheme sometimes. Like <laughs> they just attach them to certain things and then just like <laughs> that's it, you know? Yeah, well, antioxidants are so good, yeah, I know, but like they're just like they just decide random things have it, yeah. You know what? I have now every morning because they're full of antioxidants, and I have them with my coffee blueberries I literally was going to be like is she going to say Jay's blueberries that's like the OG <laughs> antioxidant rally them oh a whole handful they didn't whoever blueberries pure agent is we need them because <laughs> and they're so tasty although if you get a bad they're blueberry they're oh. <gasps> withered the thoughts of it when you get a bad blueberry it's not nice no God, we're talking loads about coffee here, but I feel like can have a coffee after five because my sleep is just like... I've started taking a sleepy tea now every night. Like the, Oh, I love You know, it's delish. Again, could be placebo, but I feel like it's my wind down. Do you know? Yeah. Like It's nice that you have that associations yeah. with stuff like, like tea and like your ritual coffee. Like that's real nice things to have. Like that's real like yeah. mental self-care. But then, like, I'm slamming a Pepsi Max about an hour before my sleepy tea, which is <laughs> also ritualistic. But, like, or you, forget, you forget that, like, caffeine's in that. Yeah. Because, like, my friend is pregnant now, and, like, she said one of her, like, main cravings was, like, a really cold, soft drink. Yeah. So, like, I'd have zeros all the time because mm-hmm. who the fuck is drinking sugar? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to eat it, not drink it. Yeah. And when I was, like, giving her, she's like, oh, I think I've hit my caffeine level for today. I was like, what? Yeah. Coke Zero now, I've actually bought out a caffeine-free one. Have you seen that? Oh, really? Yeah. Is, the gr- is, was, is that green? No, it's like, Remember it just a green has a little Coke? gold, a little gold little label around it and it has, like, caffeine-free. Oh, I'm going to try that. But, you know, on the sleep stuff, I'm, like, asleep. Witch at my time, like you don't be having great sleeps at all. 
recently I have been sleeping good, but you was even better. I've been sleeping better, but no, like the last two years I was really struggling with my sleep. Yeah, there yeah. was a couple of things that I'd have like that would be my little self care. Like, I don't know if you know the magnesium three six five. So it's magnesium, and magnesium obviously helps relax your muscles and will you know suppose produce like or help you get into like a more relaxed state mm. so you can fall asleep and stuff but this one that you put in hot water and mix it you know it oh. now and then like lemon balm tablets and rescue remedy nice oh god I rescue use them all rescue remedy nice yeah rescue remedy nice I think that's just is that for long term use because <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you out of a pickle yeah like if I always thought you use that if you're like going into an exam or something oh yeah and when you're stressed oh my god you flat out trying to go to sleep I have, I have shares in rescue remedy and um, that's does that plant. work uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, say, like, it, maybe does. No. it does a little bit. I mean, I feel like I was on a different level. Yeah, like you how need I was to, feeling. Yeah. But no, I felt like the rescue, well, I mean, I was taking so much, the rescue remedy, nice, magnesium 365. Something was knocking No out. coffee. And then there was like these Melissa Dream tablets that were like, had lemon balm and probably more magnesium in them. I'm surprised I wasn't shitting myself because generally magnesium does that to you too. Oh, really? Yeah, too much of that will make you, whoa. <laughs> that and coffee. Yeah. I do feel like with me with my sleepy tea and you with all your Supplements. various vitamins <laughs> it is placebo oh yeah going in so you're kind of like because a lot of the time you just need to like relax your mind don't you and if I'm like oh I'm taking the sleepy tea now I'm going to yeah. go to sleep yeah but I do find reading a book helps me not off like I just have to hold a book and I'm gone I'm actually reading a really good book at the moment and it's helped me not off at night it's your one Andrea Meyer I've read this is her second book that I'm reading now it's Nobody Saw a Thing Coming or something mm. I read her first one and she's kind of like a crime like um, mystery kidnap kind of thing but she's just it's really like well written yeah. but I find yeah the only thing that can help me kind of switch off is yeah. like a book in the evening but then sometimes I don't want to lift up the book because like my mind is going 90 yeah. I have like this amazing thing when I'm reading line by line I'm thinking about something else do you ever do that? <laughs> oh yeah oh I'll have to go back and read a page yeah. loads of times oh, it happens to me so much all the time like, actually you have no idea what yeah. that page just said or then I'll come back in and I'll be like wait what the hell <laughs> happened and I'll go back and I'll be like who? oh my god they died but I'm reading Rosemary McCabe's book at the moment do you know do you ever follow her Rosemary McCabe? oh my god yeah so she wrote a, it's called um, a memoir. So it's like about all Did, the was she, she was a journalist, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she was with the Irish Times and then yeah. she was like an influencer and stuff. Oh, was she? Um, she? She still is. But yeah, it's about all the different relationships she's had with men and like how it's shaped her as a person. But it's really good. Really? Yeah. Because I actually find, it's like with movies, well, I'm not great for like fiction sometimes or mm. stuff that isn't real. I'm kind of like... Oh. Yeah, I mean, how... Not, I'm not into this you know <laughs> I kind of prefer you love like, a good memoir yeah I do uh, anyone yeah. I was, I'm listening to Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers on Audible. I don't even know him or like him but I like an autobiography <laughs> and his life was mad mad so yeah I read Jodie Marsh's one before Jodie Marsh very good very different very different very interesting very interesting yeah that's my kind of jam yeah. Do you ever listen to Celebrity Memoir Book Club? No. So it was a really good concept, but they're so fucking annoying because they're American. I'm sorry, they're just so annoying. Yeah. My American podcast really hard to listen to. But it basically is they will read celebrity memoirs and then do like a whistle stop tour mm. of all the highlights and the best. Yeah, um, you know what's so funny? The way, and it's nothing on Americans, like I've with American family or whatever like I can't listen to American guided meditations like it's just it's it's just something 
Well, it depends. Maybe one or two I've listened to, but otherwise I just can't listen to. They're corny. The, yeah, really corny. I need someone that's like. Remember, I told really you those gentle. those affirmation tapes I listened to the OG ones. Yeah, the shite she was coming out with. I was like, I can't be associated with this. Breathe in love. No, that was you. <laughs> no, no. I she do. was like, my parents love me. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm great. I was like, oh, here, right, I'm off. I'm off. Yeah, I'm going to sleep now. Good night. I know. And like, Ness, on like your tea, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, you probably like associate like your sleepy tea because you know it like helps you and makes you, or you have a memory of it like making you feel sleepy. Where like me the other day walking out, it was cold and rainy. I was like, oh God, like I have this memory of this like horrible time where it's like mad how those like little comforts it's like they like, trick your brain or something yeah like it's like they hijack you a little bit and you're like yeah. oh yeah this is what's happening now yeah it's mad I think there's so much placebo really in everything we do oh definitely like everything yeah for sure and then when I even think like of <laughs> all the supplements I take now it's probably like I take my supplements for being healthy but like some of them I wonder, like, do they even do that? This is why I'm like, do I want to spend 100 quid on Simprove my Oh, no, you do, babe. That's really good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's probably... That's not placebo. No. Oh, God, no. I know. 80% of your immune system is spent your gut. You put up your stories this morning and I was like, oh, Oh, I need to buy that. Probiotic are so important because your gut is your second brain and you need to replenish all that good bacteria because we lose so much of it and it's important for you to take. Okay, no, that's fine. not placebo at all. Yeah, I know. I need to just part my money on <laughs> but that But placebo is in the morning when you take it, you feel like you're taking a shot. Like you're like, woo, shot of something yeah. in the step. Yeah. But otherwise, what it's actually doing is really, really good for you. Yeah, I know. Have I convinced you yet? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. In my hard heart, I need to buy it. But you know what's so funny? Like even the other day, I've been trying to get into a really good sleep routine after being away so much and I just feel like I'm, I'm still, oh God, like it took me so took like a whole week for me to get my ass to the gym yeah and then I feel like when I don't like do like consistent exercise or even get out for a walk my sleep isn't good so Jamie was like laughing at me the other day I came out of the shower and you know like this works the sleep yeah the sleep yeah. oil yeah and I was like dousing the pillows with the sleep spray and Jamie was just like this smells lovely but like I don't think yeah. I feel what is it like lavender like lavender yeah. spray and I think it has something else in it like there's a couple of, there's another one it's like a Lucy Wolf sleep. Oh, yeah. Just like the baby sleep whisper and I got one of her things. And Jamie was like, Niamh, you just need to cut away your phone oh, an TikTok. hour before you yeah. go to bed. Turn off TikTok. Yeah. Like, and just try into a peaceful sleep. You're saying all that to me and I'm like not along there. Like, I'm not full victim to all that shit. Do you know what I bought last week? Go on. A drowsy sleep mask. <laughs> Do you know how much that was? Yeah, but I feel like, go on, tell me how much it was. And it was on sale. What? David, block your ears. It was fucking 70 euro. Yeah. But it's 100% silk. Yeah, well, like, do you remember, like, those sleep... Now, there is... It's meant to be better for your hair, supposedly. You know, those sleep silk pillowcases and silk eye masks? Yeah. Don't so, about the eye mask now, but you love an eye mask. No, like, that's yeah, your jam. I, I do. And, like, that is... That's my personality. Like, I always have an eye mask when I go to sleep, which is non-negotiable for me. But, like, this one is 
It's like the final boss of a sleep mask, you know, it's really big, okay, and it like wraps around it. Actually, it looks like virtual. It looks like a virtual mask. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like, a headset, yeah. Okay? Yeah. but it's like 100% silk, very soft, navy, gorgeous. And, and is it like heavy? No, this is the thing I was going to say, it's really light. And you know, sometimes when you have put a head, uh, eye mask on, the elastic or something's kind of tied on your head. I don't wear them. Yeah, this doesn't, you barely feel it. Oh, so it was worth 70 euro then if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. I do Dave think was there like the is a lot to be said because sometimes like light, like light. Again, though, this could just be, I think, ritualistic for me. I'm like, oh, I need, right. that's part of me going to sleep. Yeah. But I, I hate the way the eye masks are really tight in my head and then they move and everything mm. where this, mm. you're not going anywhere. Yeah. It actually kind of freaked me out this night. It was so dark. Oh, really? I was like, oh, this really works. <laughs> and did you find that you had a good sleep from it? Yeah, I've been sleeping great anyway, though, because oh, I'm good. sober all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> what else could you be doing? So, how is sober over Sobe Obi going for you? Yes, it's going good for good. me. Yeah. How's it going for you? So, I had one can of White Claw at the Ireland Scotland game. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, on Saturday, I had about four drinks because I drowned my sorrows because I was so upset over the game. I'm not going to lie. No, but like. But up until that point. Oh, fuck it. I had a glass of red wine. <laughs> But I still think that's A1. So like, actually, we're still in the high I, A. I actually start taking in my notes, like what drinks I had. So like, because I feel like this is keeping me accountable because it actually wasn't a lot of drinking, what I'd usually do. Exactly. It was one white claw and then it was like, I'd say about four drinks. I could, I count on my hand. We're striving for consistency, not perfection, I but feel, do you know? I know I'm really sad about the World Cup, but the thing is, right... I don't. I won't drink now till November because the, the World Cup was the one thing that was yeah, holding me back. Yeah, I know. Now that it's unfortunately over for me, which I'm really, really sad. On a brighter note, it's now a personal win for you. It's a really. personal win yeah. because me and Jamie are like we actually don't want want to watch any more of the rugby. We're like scared. Yeah. And we're just gonna focus on being healthy. We're signed <laughs> up to this run club next week. Two of us are gonna go for a run. God love <laughs> So. Uh, yeah. I had one small glass of red. Okay. But then... What? I went on the tea. I had a glass, or not a glass of tea. Like herbal tea? Yeah. So my friends came over and they all came over bottles of wine. Mm. And I was like, I don't even want one. And then I was like, having an eye match with the bottle of red. And I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to have one small glass of red. And I did. And then that was it. Yeah. But like the night before, remember when we did the podcast, we then met our friends in, we ended up going to Neary's. Yeah, that was, I was so proud of myself that evening. Yeah, but like, so you're looking down the barrel of a gun, Mm. okay? I had zeros, you Mm. went home then, then we went to Fade Street, they were having margaritas and everything, they still stayed on the zeros. So I'm like, I don't care if I had one glass of red in my house. Yeah, that's fine. To survive Fade Street on a Friday night sober. That, that's worth three months of sober October, I think. Oh, 1,000%. And I even was saying this to Jamie because when, obviously we woke up Devo about the game, but we were kind of Devo that we had like... Drank. Like we drank, like we had definitely had a couple of drinks. Like we, we were meant to be just not drinking at all. And then me and Jamie were like, well, you know what though? Like Ireland's out of the World Cup, you know, we didn't go like too heavy and we can enjoy now the rest of the month and we don't have to drink. It was like the World Cup that was in our way. So we were like celebrating like the small wins because we probably could have drank a lot more and we didn't. Well, that's exactly And the weekend it, yeah. before, we were in the candom with my mum and dad and we had got some white cloth for the table and then like I just had one and Jamie was like, I can't believe, like, 
I just had, I was just sipping on one to be social. Yeah. And then my mom and dad were like, let us buy you drinks. And, you know, we were winning the game and it was like a place where you'd be like, oh, let's just have a drink. And I didn't. So I was yeah, proud of myself. Definitely. You have to celebrate those small wins. But I'm not going to lie to you, Skiles. I, 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 I couldn't lie to you. But the rest of the month. I now, was going to keep my glass red for the vault yeah. now, I'll be honest. <laughs> but I'm going to be, I'm sober now for the rest because I've nothing. It was always the World Cup that was holding me back and now it's over. So, yeah. but um, come here. We actually got some listener questions in, which I'm delighted about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Will I read one of them out? Yeah. Well, I actually love when you send them in because we love, like, chatting to you and, like, seeing if we can answer any of your dilemmas. So one of them was, Hi, girls. Love the pod. I have been really motivated to go to the gym the last two years, but my two gym buddies moved away, and while I managed to keep going on my own for a while lately, I've just hit a real slump. Oh, sister, I know how that feels. I'm in the slump as we speak. Oh, you're not. You're back. Well, I am. I am. I'm getting there. I'm now dreading going back because it's been over a month, I'd say, if not two, and the whole thing is becoming a vicious cycle. Help. Oh, honey, I empathise with you so much. <laughs> so much compassion for this because I feel like when you were in that slump, it's like a mental battle. And I feel like when you're a regular gym goer and you fall out of it, and you don't know how to get back into it. It's like the worst mind game ever because your mind wants to go because you know it'd be good for you, but you convince yourself not to go. You're like, oh, I can't go now because I've some, I have to make a cup of tea and mind my whatever. And it's like that psych- psych- psychological like fight that you have with yourself. And like every like there was a time like last week, so I didn't go. I went to the gym. Okay, in the end, I ended up going three times last week, but. I went on the Wednesday. I cancelled the gym Monday, cancelled the gym Tuesday. Couldn't cancel my PT on Wednesday because I'd miss out and it's expensive yeah. and I just wasn't missing out. Thursday, cancelled the gym and then Friday, I cancelled the morning gym. Why did you like, cancel them all? Because I was just coming up with every in excuse slump. in my head. I was in such a slump. I felt so demotivated. I was home from holidays. I, 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 well, I was definitely getting my period as well and you just feel like so shit. So yeah. being in that like slump, it's just so hard to get out of it and like that vicious cycle I know too well because I kind of did it for like nearly a year mm. with my bad headspace and like I really feel for you not having your two gym buddies because I was going to say the first thing you could do was like is there someone else that you can go with mm. my biggest tips are book into a class prep your gym gear the night before do out a bit of a to-do list like even if it's like what I find in my notes is like okay at 6.45 I'm going to get up and brush my teeth at 6 I'm going to get dressed for the gym mm. at 7 I'll make my coffee quarter past 7 I'll eat. like even if it's something like that that can break each step down for you it might make it that little bit easier psychologically to go Yeah. because sometimes it's like getting there is like the worst part but then when you're there you feel so much better first yeah I find like <clears> with things like that it, it's even like in work, you know, when you've like a big task looming over and you're mm. just like, oh, the amount of energy and time you invest thinking about it and dreading it and everything yeah. is so much more of a slog than actually just starting it or going. Oh, so true. You know? so yeah. I just try, like, always think like that or even just make a thing of yourself and be like, right, I'll go and if I hate it, I can leave. Because yeah. you never, you, once you get there and all, you never leave. Or also, I was told Amy, it was like on the Friday, I was just like, will you please keep me accountable? And, on Friday, he rang me at three and he was just like, go to the gym. And I was like, because I booked it for quarter past four because he knew I missed it in the morning. I was yeah. actually feeling real sad about it. So if you're listening, girly whirly, and like if you have someone that can like keep you accountable, like even if it's like your housemate or your mum or your dad being like, I know I need to go to the yeah. gym. Or even set an alarm. Or someone just to be like, 
go because you're going to feel better. Like, let someone know to tell you because you do want to go, obviously. Yeah. You want to get back on the bandwagon. Exercise is good for everything. So just even if you even got someone to keep you accountable or do something like that small breakdown that can, like, make it that little bit easier in the morning. It's all, like, just a whole psychological thing. And, like, when you're there, you'll feel so much better. So if you're listening, prep your gym gear, do a bit of a timeline if it helps, a to-do list, get yourself there. And try go at least twice. And I promise you, you'll feel so much better. I can't believe you go to the gym at 4pm. Oh, this is on a Friday. I never usually would go. There's a class. You, on a Friday, they have a class at quarter past four. And that was just the class I booked into. They don't usually go. Okay. Yeah, it's a real random time, actually. Just, that's a slog. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's another one that came in here. Hi, Nee Vanessa. I am a bridesmaid in a family wedding at the end of the year. Recently, the bride has been making comments about my body. <gasps> Ugh. I recently had a baby uh, and how bad I'll look in the dress. This is obviously upsetting. I know it's her day, but still, should I say anything? I was actually planning on going on a pre-wedding diet, but now it's actually made me not want to start the diet just out of spice. Oh my God, first of all, I'm like, I can't, you know what it is? Some brides can just get into their head. Like I remember I heard about a bride wanting to, um, like someone's hair Everyone had long hair apart from hers and they wanted to do this like, um, you know, that American soft curl, like side parting. And one of the girls, I think, like had short hair and she was just like, oh, we have to get extensions. But sorry, this is on a different level. No, I'm sorry. The bride bride needs. But it's mad how brides can get like that. No, that is unacceptable. That bride needs to be pulled. Oh, 100%. There's no excuse for complete and utter ignorance yeah okay I don't care who you are mm-hmm. I couldn't give a shit if it's the morning of your wedding if you're gonna make feel somebody feel like shit in themselves you need to be brought back down to earth I, I if, if that was me what I would hope oh, sorry I'm just reading it's a family wedding it's not really a friend so yeah family feel like they can just uh, but even if it was a friend who cares like nobody should yeah. be making you oh feel nobody like... ever and I, ever I feel like you could just be like when you say those sort of things, it makes me feel really bad about myself. And I know you're excited about your wedding and everything, but you have to be aware that, like, it's not really right to speak with people's appearances. Yeah, it's like body shaming. Like, it's you're body basically shaming, body shaming. Yeah. <laughs> Am I body shaming? Sorry. Yeah, I say body sham, yeah. <laughs> you big sham. <laughs> body shaming. Oh my God, I'm so bad. I suppose we can laugh. I was going to let that one go, there. but our producer started kicking. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, send me her number. I want to talk to the bride. I know, awful. I'm it's what? actually awful. But so I'm just thinking of like, I wonder would she say something like that? I just feel like genuinely because I've been around the block being a bridesmaid and then I've had friends who've known mad brides that is it like the bride just... Or is she just mean? Because that's yeah. just like so horrible. But I know, I, maybe like, it's hard to know without the details, but like, mm. yeah, like you said, you do hear of like really nice people then when they are on their journey to go up the aisle, turn into absolute strangers in terms of their yeah. behaviour and everything. Yeah. But like, let's say she's a nice person and is carrying on like that. And even if she's not a nice person, you need to be pulled on something like that, yeah. I feel. Yeah, like commenting on someone's weight in this day and age is just, it's just not right. Like it's just, it's, no, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable, yeah, it's completely. Unacceptable. Like, it's so, that behaviour is so unacceptable and you are never not within your right to, like, push back on someone if they're, like, making you feel mm-hmm. a certain way. If, like, somebody's language or words or 
whatever they mean is making you feel really bad about yourself, yeah. you're well within your right to be like, can you stop saying that mm-hmm. to me, please? Because, mm-hmm. like, you're hurting me feelings. You're hurting me feelings. But come here, well, there were, like, two questions that we got in. And yeah. I feel like we'd love to hear more. We'd love to hear, like, those, that, like, question was almost, like, a dilemma question. So if there's anything that you want to get in touch with the over, we'd love to hear from you. And you can send your questions into unveiled.goloudnow.com. And, yeah, we love more cues. I'm going to really go home now and think about my sleep routine and what I take and is it just placebo? I'm going to go home and write a stern, fake email to that bride. Oh, my God, yes. Dear Darla, I hate your stinking gut. Like, <laughs> you make me problem? vomit. You're tacky and I hate you. Do you remember that in <laughs> School of Rock? <laughs> oh, God. We'll, we'll sign l- off on that, girls. We'll sign off on that. So the girl, you got this, go to the gym, you're going to feel better. You can do it. And to that other lady, you are beautiful and always, honey. Breathe in love and compassion. Breathe in love and compassion. And that's all for now. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey, a Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. 